Hey, hello. What is up, everyone? Yes, I am here. Welcome back. You are joining me now for another episode of Winter Circle. Thank you for uh, for clicking that play button. You know, I know it's been a while, of course. Uh, I've been on a vacation since I was last talking to y'all, um, which was a great time. Um, that was already a freaking month ago. Jeez, it has been a minute. Um, but yeah, no, just a bunch going on. Um, Jets, hard knocks, fun stuff. It's been it's been fun to watch so far. It's a bit of a Aaron Rodgers show at the moment, but I mean we kind of expected that. <clears throat> Please excuse my uh, my stuffiness. Um, allergies have been kicking my ass ever since we got back from our trip. So you know I've I've been down here in North Carolina now for five years. Haven't had one ounce of like a bad allergy like episode, and now for like almost almost a full month, pretty much, I've been just getting smoked with the allergies. Um, and before you say anything, no, I haven't taken anything, and that is my fault, I will admit, okay, but it's just been so long since I've had bad allergies, and I, when I was young, I used to get them so bad, like, so, I was, like, deathly allergic to cats, like, anytime I was around a cat, I couldn't even be petting a cat, if I was around a cat, I was having major issues, um, but that all... You know, even before I moved down, like, when I was away at college and stuff, that kind of went away. I didn't have, like, crazy bad allergy problems. But for whatever reason, the last month, I've been getting hit hard. And it's kind of sucked. But, yeah, so a lot's been going on since I last spoke with y'all. And, look, you know, I'm not even going to really – there's not too much to set up. Mets and Yankees both have had just straight horrendous seasons. Um, and the outlook for both teams is completely different going into the next few seasons. And, um, you know, both fan bases have a right to be pretty pissed off. Although, if I'm a Met fan, I'm a little bit more, um, I'm a little bit more understanding. Because at least you guys have a plan now. And your owner came out and explained that plan thoroughly. And, you know, he bit himself in the ass when he first came in and said, you know, we're going to win a championship in the first three to five years, or that was his goal at least. Well, that was before he realized how hard it was to win a championship. Money can't buy you everything. Lo and behold, both of these payrolls in New York are the two top payrolls in, in, the, in the league, and they're both going to miss the playoffs. Both of them. Um, the reason that, you know, it's, the Yankees are in a way worse position is the amount of money that they have going to guys that aren't doing a fucking thing. Now, look, we can get into the breakdown of, you know, why it is the way it is right now, why they're not playing well, whatever the case is. There's a bunch of stories been coming out about how they're teaching, you know, how they're teaching these MLB players to hit in the minors. Um, you know, all this analytic-based garbage. And I've been saying it ever since analytics kind of took over. No amount of rule changes is going to change the fact that, you know, especially how the Yankees play. The Yankees specifically, to me, like, all right, everybody needs to understand. 
I get hit with the spoiled Yankee fan a lot. And for being frustrated that the team is now, of course, under 500. It was, I mean, even when they were 10 games over, 5 to 10 games over, like we were still having the same issues. Here's the reason why it was so frustrating for the Yankees and the Yankees fans. Is that prior to this season beginning, we called everything that is happening right now. We called it. You sat here and told us in the beginning of the season that Josh Donaldson was going to have a breakout year or, or, or have a bounce back year. Not a breakout year, a bounce back year. <laughs> well, we see where that's gone. I don't need to run through the fucking disaster that he was. Um, then you go out and sign a pitcher in Carlos Rodon who has an injury history. Now, look, listen, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that at the time I wasn't like not ha- like I, I was happy about that signing. I thought that I thought that made our rotation when healthy the top rotation in baseball. That was with that was thinking that Severino was going to have a halfway decent year. That was thinking Nestor was going to stay healthy coming off in an all-star season. Um and I was thinking Rodon was going to be healthy. Well, that ended up not happening. He was hurt all year. And then he has seven starts or eight starts when he comes back. And one out of the eight were good. Almost an eight ERA. Severino's first inning ERA is like in the 20s. It's something ridiculous. And they continue to pitch him. And people, like, I love it. Like, a lot of the times, like, Michael K will sit there and say, well, who do you want them to pitch? I don't give a shit who it is at this point. Severino should not be on the mound, period. I don't care. If you bring up someone from from single A, bring him up. Because this dude is just embarrassing himself every single time he goes out onto the mound. Every time. And the reason I hate the spoiled Yankee fan mantra, and this is why Mets fans kind of annoy me with this, because I, I just laid out. Yeah, Mets fans, you deserve to be upset about the way this season went. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. I'm not going to sit here and argue with you. You have the highest payroll in baseball, and you were out of it by August. Like, I get it. And and that would frustrate the shit out of me, too. But everything that was being said to you was truthful. It just was. Your organization didn't come and put lipstick on a pig talking about how, oh, you know, we're going to see what happens here, and uh, we might try to make a run, stay packed, whatever. They didn't do that. They told you what they were going to do if the team didn't start playing well, and then they did it, and they sold. And now you have, I don't know, a top 10 farm system when you were in the bottom third of the league. It's not just players that might contribute to your team. That's what you're hoping. Yeah, great. But now you have pieces to move if you... You know, if you if you if you uh, whatchamacallit, you know, need to make a move. Um, and granted, you bought it because you know you ate a lot of huge contracts. You gave away the Verlander deal back to Houston. I mean, you're paying like eighty percent of that. Um, you gave Scherzer to Texas, and you're paying a bulk of that contract. Now the now the beauty behind it is your owner doesn't give a shit. And if it's going to make the team better for the long haul, because that's what he's trying to do. 
he himself came out and said, you know, he's not going to put an unrepresentative team on the field. Like, he's not going to go out there. Like, no one wants, he doesn't want to be embarrassed. But at the same time, you got to look out for the future as well. And not for nothing, that is what he wanted to say. That's what he wanted to do. That That's his goal. He wanted to be the Dodgers of the East. That's what he said with the high payroll and a top farm system. Well, you're on your way to being that now. Are you going to have a bad season next year? I wouldn't call it a bad season, but you're probably like you'll be competitive, but you're not going to, you know, go to the World Series. You can throw that out. So, again, be frustrated about this year and how it went. I I, I don't blame you. But at least your organization is is telling you what they're doing. They're not they're not pulling the wool over your eyes or whatever that saying is. You know what I mean? And I compare it to the Yankees in this way. Every single time, Severino goes out there, oh, Boone in the press guy. And I get it. What is he going to say? What's he going to say? You're going to sit there and rip the guys in the in the media? Look, I, I mean, did you just see what happened at the command, with the commanders and Eric Bieniemy, And how the young players are going to the head coach talking about, oh, he coaches us too hard. Motherfucker, you better listen to that, dude. He's coming off of fucking two Super Bowl championships, went there three times. Like, are you kidding me? But he coaches you too hard? the fuck out of here. But, but, that's how today's player is. And oh, by the way, that's the reason they hired Aaron Boone. Okay? So he's not going to go in the media and rip his players. Would it kill him to at least say that they're not good? Like, some like acknowledge the fact like this is happening right now. Like, what is happening to this team is happening. And it's not just Boone. You got idiots like Bader and Jake Bauer talking about how if we're if we continue to play this brand of baseball, we we will be fine. And that was when they were five back. Guess what? Since then, they've lost seven in a row. Seven in a row. They haven't won a series since the beginning of July. So, I'm sorry. But when you go into the press conference after the game talking to... Like, the one that really made me want to tear my fucking hair out. This team struck out 18 times in one game. One. And don't I don't remember who it was against. Was was it was either Chicago or Miami? One of the two. I don't remember who it was. I think it was Chicago. And this guy, Aaron Boone, had the nerve to go up into that press conference and say, "Well, other than the 18 strikeouts, I thought we did pretty good." And that's not verbatim. That's just you know that's paraphrasing, but that's essentially what the fuck he said. Now look. Okay, look, Cashman at the deadline, we're in it to win it. And what'd you do? You go out and make a deal for Kenyon Middleton, who I barely even have seen since you made the trade. And then you made a trade for another guy who I don't even know his name. And you sent him down the second you got him. But you're in it to win it? Have you not watched this team all season? And oh, the two months judge is out. Oh, just wait till judge is back. When he comes back, everybody's going to turn it on. Oh, well, he's been back for the last... 
20 plus games, 20 games. And what's happened? Not a fucking thing. And then you got Rizzo playing with a concussion for two months. How does that get through the cracks? Hmm. The hottest hitter in baseball for the first month of the season. And then gets run into by uh, Tatis. Was out for two weeks. Comes back and it's for like he forgot to fucking hit the ball. How to hit the ball. For the next two months. Hmm. Um, no one thought to maybe, you know, run another test real quick just to see what's going on. Excuse me. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, again, I'm stuffed up. But. So when I, when, when I sit here and, and complain, right, and I get called spoiled, it bothers me because my expectation for this team was a World Series. It was. And. How's that my fault for having that expectation when all the team sits there and tells me that that's what their expectation is? Now, they clearly don't run the organization like that's their expectation and their like goal. They clearly don't. And I'll admit, okay, I will sit here and admit. It's already come out that Cashman's safe. And if anybody was to get fired after this season, it's going to be Aaron Boone, which I think is is just outlandish. And I'll explain why. It's not because it's not because Boone's good or bad at his job. That's not what it is. Because we all know what the deal is here. We all know what the deal is here. Okay. If you sit here and think that Aaron Boone, I don't give a shit if it's in game, before the game, after the game, whatever it is. If you're if you sit here and think. That Aaron Boone is making every single decision, you're you're wrong. And I'm talking about on the field as well. You're wrong. You're flat out just wrong. Okay? I guarantee you Boone's getting his lineup card from... Now, he'll sit there and say he makes the lineup card out, which is a crock of shit because he's going by the numbers that Cashman gives him. Okay? So, nor, it's probably Cashman's lineup. Whenever they take a picture, pitcher out at seventy-five pitches in the sixth, that that's that's all decisions being made before the game even starts. So, and Aaron Boone has to answer to all that. He's the guy. He's the guy that has to answer to all that. Okay, so he's kind of their scapegoat. He's not kind of their scapegoat. He is the scapegoat, especially if he's the only one that gets fired. To me. I put all of this on Cashman and Hal Steinbrenner. And I was, and this is what the point I was going to make, you know, before I started getting into all this. I will admit, I couldn't, I can't stand, and I still can't stand it, but I can't stand the, oh, if George was alive type deal, this wouldn't be going on. I can't stand that narrative because, first of all, Hal's not George. And second of all, you got everybody who makes that argument sits there and thinks that George had just just this magic touch on everything when for a very very long time all the rash and fucking very reactional decisions that he made were not good for the organization as a matter of fact they 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 tanked this organization for a long time the league had to come in and bring in um stick michael and all the, and that whole crew I forgot what the other... I think it was Bob Watts and the other guy. 
Like, the league did that when George was suspended. So, <laughs> it wasn't all sunshine and roses with George Steinbrenner. Now, that being said, um, I've also defended how with the fact that, you know, people people um, accuse him of not wanting to win. Like, his ultimate goal is not wanting to win. And I just made the statement that clearly the way they run this organization, although this is what they spew to us all the time, clearly the way they run this organization, that's that can't be the goal. It just can't be. How can say whatever he wants at this point? But if you're going to sit here and be under 500 this late in the season, by the way, this is the latest the Yankees have been under 500 since 1995. Guys, I was born in 1995. Okay? So, you know what? You want to you want to call me a spoiled Yankee fan? Fine. Fine. Because guess what? You wouldn't be wrong in the fact that if you said you're spoiled, you've never seen a losing team in your almost 30 years of it, of an existence, you'd be absolutely correct because I haven't I haven't seen this team finish with a losing record ever. I've seen them miss the playoffs, all that shit. I have never seen this team finish with a losing record or finish last in this division ever. Ever. Okay? And when I see an article come out that says Brian Cashman, I think uh, Bob Clapman or Clashman or Clappish, Clappish, that's his name, Bob Clappish, Um, that's who wrote the article, he has sources that said Cashman's fine, doesn't matter what happens, Cashman is not going anywhere, he's made very well aware of that, and that was made very clear to him, but if they were to finish last and miss the playoffs, Boone is probably going to be fired, what kind of hypocritical backwards ass shit is that when the dude who constructed this team is the reason why this team is hot garbage let's run through it please let's run through it okay last year's trade trade deadline you don't get Luis Castillo because they were asking for too much right okay we're gonna run through all these all these deals okay go out and get Frankie Montas who was already already injured he was injured when he came here okay injured you go out and get Andrew Benintendi, ended up getting injured. Okay? And then you let him walk when you knew you needed a left fielder. But there's another deal. You go out and get Josh Donaldson before the beginning of last season in a trade solely to get IKF because IKF was supposed to be the savior at shortstop and he was the missing link or piece on defense that would get us over the hump. That's what I was sold when you made the trade for Josh Donaldson and Isaiah Conifer Leffer. That's what I was sold. That's what I was told. Okay? And then he ended up not even playing in the biggest games of the season. Donaldson was an outright disaster. And when they made that trade, I was sitting there thinking to myself, why the hell would you bring on his money? You're going to sit there and spend $24 million a year on a guy to bring some FU to the locker room? Are you fucking serious? 
That deal made no sense. Let, let, let's rewind the clock a little bit further. You don't get Otani. So what was the reactionary move there? You go out and trade for John Carlos Stanton. And even at that time, I was a little perplexed by that move. Was I excited? Sure. Because the thought of Judge and Stanton in the same lineup at that time, with Stanton coming off a 159-game season, winning the NL MVP, uh, yeah, best believe I was a little bit hyped. But even I had the thought in the back of my head, hmm, well, that kind of doesn't make much sense. Because now you're bringing on a deal that at the time was lucrative. Like twenty, I think he was making 24 a year off his deal. And you still haven't paid judge. So that's going to become a problem when you really kind of have two of the same player knowing at least one of them with that body type was going to end up having to be a DH full-time. And then what happened? Stanton is an IL stint waiting to happen. I don't know what I don't know what happened to this guy. I don't know. It's so funny too. I saw a video the other day of how he changed his stance every year. And then he he changed it to that closed, crazy, weird looking stance with the Yankees. And he hasn't changed it since. Well, how have you not changed it since? But that's neither here or there. I'm not even sit, I'm not even gonna sit here. That's just an observation that I made the excuse me the other day. So that deal ended up like and and Cashman. Oh boy, when he uh, not Cashman uh, Steinbrenner when he comes on the K show in June talking about how. Well, I'm a little surprised that the Yankee fans are this upset at this point in the season with all the stuff that we've been through. Really, how? You're surprised? You're surprised that we were upset when you sat there and told us that we needed a left fielder and then you go out and get a starting pitcher. You want to sit there and tell me how you spend all this money and how you want to win, and if you didn't want to win, why would I be spending $290 million on a payroll? Which is a good argument. It's not a bad one. But where are you spending it? Who... What is the guy that you are entrusting with this money doing with it? That's the problem. So when I see an article that tells me that the guy who's who you're entrusting with that money is safe after a year where you were under 500 the latest in a season since 1995 and you're going to finish last... You care about winning? If that guy is safe? Mind you, the guy has had his job for 25 years. I don't give a shit if this dude is going to get a job the second he gets fired. I don't care. It's not working. It's not working. And you could sit here and make the argument all you want. Oh, you were in the AOCS last year. Okay, let, let's go to last year. Let's go to last year. They have a historic start to the season. First 70 games, they're 52-18. and 18. Historic. They're on pace to break records. What happened after the All-Star break? 
Nestor broke down. Injuries happen. And they're a mediocre team for the rest of the season. The thing that we were clinging to, and the only reason that there wasn't more outrageousness and out, you know, outlandish callers to these shows and people being more upset is that Judge was having an historic season himself and hit 62 home runs and won an MVP. And I say it saved the season. It really didn't. It just kind of shadowed and clouded what we were looking at a little bit. They pulled the wool over our eyes. I'm going to keep using that phrase now because I don't even know if it's right or not, but I like it. And I think you understand what I mean, even if it's not right. (laughs) But they tricked us. They barely get past Cleveland, okay, in in the divisional round. Barely. Mind you, they lose the one seed after starting 52 and 18, much like the Rays this season. And... They get past Cleveland. Who we got? You got Houston. What happens against Houston? You get absolutely embarrassed. Judge has one hit in the series. And you get swept. Now, I'm sorry. You can sit here and put lipstick on a pig all you want. To be delusional and think that that team and that performance last year was an indication that all you had to do was run it back as long as you found and these plug-and-play pieces. Like, coming into the season, I remember talking about it. Put Oswaldo Cabrera in left field. Well, they tried that. That didn't work. Then they brought up all these Willie Calhouns and Frank Franchi Corderos and, and Jake Bowers, Billy McKinney. Greg Allen. (laughs) You really thought that was going to work, man? We saw this. Did we see Rodon being out half the year? No. Did we see him being this horrible coming back for his first eight starts? No. I didn't expect him to be great, but he's been outright terrible. Did we see Severino having this bad of a season? No. Did we see DJ not being DJ anymore? Well, you could argue yes. They should have seen that. They were completely delusional with Donaldson. And again, Stanton is an IL stint waiting to happen. And Rizzo fell off. But that's because he played for two months with a concussion. And whose fault is that? So, I'm sorry, man. I can't defend this team anymore. I can't defend the organization and the way they do things anymore. I hate the way this team plays. They lack all fundamental baseball skills. I'm watching the Little League World Series right now, and they play better baseball fundamentally than these fucking guys do. I'm tired of watching it. I can't believe I even put on the fucking game today. They're about to get swept against Boston at home. The season's done. So now, what I think should happen... And this ain't going to happen. I think Boone and Cashman should be fired. Because I think that's a package deal. If you're going to fire one, you got to fire the other one and start fresh. That's one. I do think that should happen. Number two, Judge should be shut down. Now, this is all, like no time order here. Obviously, the firings, I believe, should happen at the end of the season. Doing it now, make, there's no there's no purpose to that. 
But Judge should be shut down. He's clearly hobbled. I mean, he's 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 still hitting the ball pretty well. But no one's pitching to him because the lineup, just, they can't do anything. No one around him is doing anything. And I'm not even going to talk about this year's trade deadline. They should have sold off, but they're sitting there still trying to sell us hope. And again, I go back to that because that's the biggest reason why we're so frustrated. Stop lying to us. Stop trying to sell us this hope. I mean, again, I have to sit here before the game starts today and see a fucking ESPN ticker thing pop up on my phone, and it says Aaron Boone had a meeting with the players, and and the quote was, the fact of the matter is, is that we're still in this. And then they go out and do what they did today. They got one hit in the first six innings, and the only hit was an Aaron Judge home run. I haven't even checked to see what the hell happened after that because um, I, that's it. Aaron Judge outwardly calling out this team, talking about how we don't show up, come out the next day, get one hit, and shut out. Shut out two games in a row, by the way. First time in a long time since that's happened. First time all year, this year. So so sit there and tell me why I shouldn't be frustrated. When all I got is a fucking organization trying to be delusional, not trying to be delusional, is delusional. It's the definition of, of insanity. They keep running it back, and it's just going to get worse and worse. And by the way, again, it's going to get worse and worse. DJ, going nowhere. Rizzo, next he has, a, he has an option after next season. I think a club option after next season. Going nowhere. Um, Stanton, four years left. Four years. Bader's probably going to be gone because they're probably not going to pay him. So that leaves a hole in center field, left field. And you can argue right because I don't know how long Judge is going to be able to field. Just, And it's crazy to say that after him signing a fucking lucrative contract. Let's be real. The only bright spots this year were him and Cole and Clark Schmidt. Clark Schmidt. I remember coming on this podcast talking about how Clark Schmidt needs to be sent down. And he turned into a really good starter for us. I don't know, man. I'm sorry. I know I just went on a rant. I don't know. It was a pretty I feel like it was a pretty controlled rant. But I'm just tired. I'm tired of watching mediocre baseball. And it's all analytically based. They're so, they're so like stubborn. And I've been I've been calling Cashman out for that for years. He can't admit when he's wrong. I don't know, man. For me, it's, it sucks because I know it's not going to change. But twenty five years is a nice run, buddy. You got five rings. Just be happy. All right. And how? I understand that you don't want to pay people not to work. The The time to fire Cashman, honestly, would have been at the end of last season. Because they extended him. Got three more years of this, guys. He ain't going anywhere. It is time for a change, though. If he ain't going to change the guy, then he needs to change the philosophy of how they do things. Maybe go back to a more, you know, 
a more original approach and not solely stick to analytics. Look at the Braves. Look at the Braves. They they got guys playing every day. No, like, I don't know, man. It's a very frustrating time to be a Yankee fan. Again, I like, personally, I think the Mets are in a way better position than the Yankees right now. I just do. Do they have to sacrifice a season? Sure, but you have the means to get right back into the, the World Series conversation next year. The next year after that, I mean. Like, the Yankees are stuck, and they're wasting prime years of Judge and Cole. Cole's going to win the Cy Young this season. What a waste of a season. I don't know, man. It's a very frustrating time. But, look. With with the way the baseball season is, I'm just so happy that football is pretty much here. <laughs> it's it's pretty much here. We're getting a we're getting a slight taste of preseason right now, and I gotta tell you, I watched the first drive for the Giants yesterday, one on ones, or ones against the ones, against Carolina. Now it is Carolina, I know, and I know it's preseason. But boy, the Danny Dimes and Darren Waller look really fucking good yesterday. They played for five minutes, went on a touchdown drive. Waller caught the first three passes. It looked like Carolina was trying to kill him. But he caught the first three passes from Jones. Campbell got into the mix. Hyatt with a 33-yard touchdown later in the game. I'm excited. I'm excited. And look. Today, I, you know, this isn't going to be a crazy long podcast. I'm not going to get crazy into the football. Um, It's preseason, you know. We signed everybody. Saquon made himself look like a fool. Um, But that, you know, we're past all that now. I can't really get into all that. My timing's been shitty, and I know it's been a long time since I've been on here. I got school starting back up on Monday. Um, So, you know. Your boy's busy. I, you know, I'm not gonna sit here and make excuses. I should be on a little bit more than I have been, and I can definitely make more time. So I'm gonna try to do that a little more. Um, I promise. I promise. It's just been a lot. Um, but yeah, no fantasy football. I had my fantasy football draft with the college buddies. That went well. Um, you know, we got the family league about to start up. Need a few more people to get joined up there. And get a date on that draft, but it's right around the corner, man. I could smell it. I could smell it. I can't wait. And just and just September tenth needs to get here. September tenth needs to get here. It just really, really does. Really, the seventh technically, because that'll be the first game. But you know what I mean. Giants play Sunday night. Um, Jets hard knocks been fun to watch. I'm a little concerned about that O line, but with the Dalvin Cook signing and you know. The Jets should be considered Super Bowl contenders in my eyes. That doesn't mean it's going to be a failure if they don't make it there because the AFC is crazy, but that's just my opinion. I really came on today because I needed to get that shit off my chest about the Yankees. Um, It's just been brutal, man. And there's not a very bright light at the end of this tunnel either. So 
that makes it a little more upsetting. We'll see what happens. I mean, who knows? Maybe maybe, maybe Steinbrenner at the end of the year will just be like, wow, this was so bad that I got to get rid of everybody. And that would be wonderful if he just bit the bullet and did it. But doesn't sound like that's going to happen. So we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, only a 36-minute episode. I ain't going to murder y'all today. I just wanted to... I needed to get my two cents in on that fucking... On the Yankees season. Let's go enjoy some Little League Baseball. Um, I've been watching that. That shit's been fun. Shout out to Havistro Little League. You know, we almost made it. Almost made it. <sighs> I was a bystander for that whole deal, and I still it still hurts my heart. Should have been on that team. I should have been on that team. Babs, you took it from me. I love you though. No, you didn't. He didn't take it from me. But full disclosure, I got asked to be on the team, and I wanted to go on summer vacation. Big mistake, yes, but I was asked. That's not the hero there. They didn't make it anyway. Love y'all. <laughs> oh, man. No, but Little League World Series is a good time. Watch some more preseason football, and I'll probably just, I don't know, just to torture myself, watch more Yankee baseball, but, you know, we'll see. All right, guys, thank you. I appreciate y'all joining me. Um I'll try to be back again next week. I I promise. I'll, I'll do. You know. I got. I'll, I'll scrounge the time up. We'll, we'll we'll get back on the horse here to start taking some more notes. Get into a few few more things um, about what's going on in the world of sports. And yeah, thank you very much. Follow me on Twitter um, at winner ten twenty three. Follow me on Instagram at winner circle uh, pod winner underscore circle underscore pod. Um, my Facebook's Anthony Wynn. I'm going to post all this stuff all over the place. So, yeah. Appreciate it. Subscribe, like, do all that fun stuff, man. Spotify. Um, where else does this go on? Um, um, I know I'm bad at this. Give me a second. I don't remember what this goes on. Distribution. Sorry. You already know. Wherever you get your damn podcast, like, subscribe, do all that fun stuff. All right, I'm out. Peace. Love y'all.